What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked on Dolphins. Today on the show, we are talking about building a game plan to defeat the New York Jets in Week 5 of the 2022 NFL season. You are Locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked on Dolphins, your team every day. We don't just say it, we live it here on the Locked on Network. Lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, co-founder of thedraftnetwork.com, and ready to dive into schematically how the Dolphins are going to hopefully defeat the New York Jets and do something that they have not done in nearly 20 years. 2003 is the last time the Miami Dolphins started a season four and one. And I know there has been a lot of talk, a lot of discussion in regards to the Dolphins and quarterback Tua Tungavaloa and all of the above. But right now, we are worried about one week, one game, 60 minutes with Teddy Bridgewater. And we will cross the rest of the bridge as far as what next week looks like when we get there. But let's focus on week five. New Miami Dolphins, New York Jets. This is a winnable football game for the Dolphins. But, and I know I said this yesterday on Locked On Jets crossover Thursday with John Butchko. This is not a team to be slept on. Uh, this is a team that has some weapons offensively. They have some speed. They have some explosiveness. They have a quarterback who... Um, can extend plays uh, with his legs. He can be a little crazy at times when he does it, and we're going to talk about more, that more in just a minute. And they've got a defense that has shown some life with on the edges, both on the outside and on the edge of the pocket with their pass rushers. So um, this is not a layup game, and I would strongly encourage any Dolphins fan that is walking into week five expecting a cakewalk, I don't think we got a cakewalk coming. I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, if Tua Tungvaloa was playing, you'd certainly feel more energized about the possibility to score a lot of points and put stress on the Jets. Uh, but this is, this is a game that the Dolphins have to have their heads on right. And I certainly hope that the loss on Thursday and having the extra time to sit around and stew on that loss, think about that loss, hopefully rest up and get ready to play football, is going to have the Dolphins in the right frame of mind to come out and play on Sunday at 1 o'clock against the New York Jets. Let's talk about the Dolphins' defense against the Jets' offense. Let's start with Zach Wilson, who uh, made his debut for the Jets last week in a 10-point fourth-quarter comeback against the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that the Dolphins will be facing on Sunday Night Football in just a few weeks. Uh, so this will be a good litmus test for not just, okay, Dolphins-Jets within the AFC East with the Jets at 2-2 two and two and the Dolphins at 3-1, and one, but also Pittsburgh in a couple weeks. This is going to be a really helpful game to help establish the right kind of expectations for that contest down the road when we get there, too. Now here's... Here's my thoughts on, on Zach Wilson as a quarterback. Uh, and we saw him play his first game against the Steelers. I watched the entirety of that game, kind of an advanced scouting opportunity for two opponents on the schedule. 
Zach is a player whose best plays seem to come in two instances. When his early read is open or when he can run around like crazy, like you see with all these athletic quarterbacks, the Patrick Mahomes of the world. Um, he's got a lot of that to him. Now, the decision-making in those instances is not anywhere near as refined. And what I think that opens the door for, for the Dolphins, is I think you're going to have a chance to get the breakout game defensively that we have been waiting for the Dolphins to have. Because remember, the Dolphins last three, I mean, they they were relatively, with the exception of the first half when the Dolphins, or when the Patriots came out and ran zone week and the Dolphins didn't adjust until midway through the game, the Dolphins smothered the Patriots with the Dolphins' defense. And they did that without Byron Jones, who will not be available, and that's a whole other can of worms that we'll talk about at a later time when we probably get a better idea of when Byron is, is going to be back. It's a gut punch to not have Byron Jones because that's what we were hoping would allow the team to play tighter coverage to convert more pressure opportunities to sacks. Hasn't happened. Okay, so now let's focus on what we can control. Let's get some freaking turnovers. We've been sitting here waiting, waiting for a big turnover game from the defense. This is the kind of game that I think you can do it because you have a young quarterback who's coming off of the fourth quarter, was the best quarter he's played in his career. So he's going to be feeling himself. There's going to be confidence. You're going to play more zone than you did the last time you played him. So you should be able to sit and squat on some throws if you're the Dolphins. I fully expect that to be the case. Now, I'm still bringing pressure. I'm not bringing zero pressure. But I'm playing zone, and I'm trying to bring five players. And the reason why I want to bring five is I want to force every offensive lineman for the New York Jets to have to win a one-on-one matchup on the majority of their pass reps. Because while Dwayne Brown came back this week to practice for the Jets, I'd be very surprised if Dwayne Brown played in the football game. Which means you're going to have a right guard who was drafted to play guard in the first round in 2020, 2021, and Elijah Vera Tucker playing left tackle. He played left tackle for a bit at USC. Wasn't good, but he played there. And you got Lakin Tomlinson at left guard. Okay, high money player from San Francisco, familiarity. You would like to think Coach McDaniel would know how to attack him as a player. Connor McGovern on the center, adequate level starter. Then you have Nate Herbig at right guard, and you have Connor McDermott at right tackle. If you rush five players, if you're the Miami Dolphins, and you challenge the New York Jets to block your five up front with Emmanuel Agba, Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer, Jalen Phillips, and plus one, whoever you want it to be, if you're not winning three out of those five matchups on the majority of one-on-ones, then we got to look in the mirror, and we got to ask ourselves, that is a huge advantage for the Dolphins. So if you play zone coverage behind it, you rotate the safety shell, you change the picture on Zach Wilson, and you bring five to force one-on-ones. This is the kind of matchup that I think the Dolphins can win enough up front across enough individual matchups that they can really force Zach Wilson to rush his process or get off his spot and try to make crazy throws and trust his arm. And when he does that, if you are in zone coverage, you can sit on routes and you can attack the football. So this is going to be a closely contested football game. 
the Jets defense with against a backup quarterback is going to present some problems. You're not you're probably not going to roll out here and score 31 points unless you get a bunch of turnovers and they set you up on short fields. That's fine. But the way that this game can break overwhelmingly in Miami's favor is with that aggressiveness and zone coverage behind it. Don't show the same shell that you're actually going to run. Change the picture every play in the post snap. And whether that's Tampa 2, which is too high, deep middle of the field player, which would be Duke Riley. You've got corners that are clouded up in the flat so they can play physical, kind of looks like they're playing man, press man. And then they stop and, and they, they sink in the flats. You could try to trap stuff working to the flat. If Zach kind of gets depth and then tries to throw on the move when he's not getting downhill towards the line of scrimmage. I think that's that's the recipe for Miami. And either Zach, your hope is either Zach throws ambitiously because he's coming off a heater of a quarter against the Steelers. And if he does throw ambitiously, you can hunt the football. Or he doesn't, and you win your one-on-one matchups up front quickly enough that you can get some pressure and you can get this guy to the ground. I genuinely believe this is the best defensive matchup that the Dolphins have had thus far this season. Even the Patriots, the Patriots offensive line, you looked at and said, man, if they really lean on you, they come out, they run power, they, they can challenge you. And they did early on. This offensive line for the New York Jets is the big matchup that Miami has to win if they want to win the football game and take care of business. Here's a sports analogy for you. When it comes to burglars, your home is like the end zone. And you need the absolute strongest defense you can muster, like the Miami Dolphins. This is why I use and trust Simply Safe Home Security. At Simply Safe, your security and safety is the only thing that matters. It's cutting edge technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. So you always know your home is safe. With 24 hour professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected. And dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that can instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com/slash locked on NFL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month for free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. There is no safe like Simply Safe. The receivers for the Jets, the receiving room for the Jets, uh, is one that uh, I have respect for. I have a lot of respect for. Uh, the Jets have Corey Davis, former 1,000-yard receiver with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they have Garrett Wilson, top 10 overall selection. And they have Elijah Moore, who, of course, tagged Byron Jones for a long touchdown in the first matchup between these two teams. But I think playing zone gives you a good chance to avoid explosives in the same way that you try to do against Cincinnati and had success with for the vast majority of the game until the levees broke and you ran out of corners and you had to get desperately aggressive to try and show a different look to create a mistake at the end of the game. 
And of course, Xavier Howard misreading one ball to T. Higgins ended up being a 57-yard touchdown. And what actually worked against Buffalo. But I don't foresee a threat with what the Jets offer you on the ground so much so that Miami can't win your one-on-ones. I don't think you have to stuff the box to stop the Jets on the run. You know, Brees Hall and Michael Carter are nearly on a 50-50 split. They have 38 and 37 respective carries. Uh, That's an average of less than 10 per game from both players. Their leading touchers of the ball are those two backs, 52 and 53 apiece. You know, they're both active in the passing game. So the Dolphins linebackers are going to have to tackle, right? And again, that's, I think, zone, rally to the football. You have to tackle better than you tackled against Buffalo, though, because these backs, Brees Hall and Michael Carter, are much more dynamic than what Zach Moss is for Buffalo, what Devin Singletary is for Buffalo. You're going to have to tackle. Then your, your leading pass catchers, Garrett Wilson, Tyler Conklin, 21 touches apiece. Tyler Conklin, free agent, brought over. Uh, the Jets will run more 12 personnel than what you're used to. Um, they got a lot of names in that tight end room, so that's something to be mindful of is if the Jets do go 12, which wide receiver is off the field? Is it Garrett Wilson that's off the field? Is it Elijah Moore that's off the field? Uh, is it Corey Davis that's off the field? If it's Corey Davis, you know, you still got to be a little wary of the speed with Moore and Garrett Wilson. But um, I'm running a lot of cover three, and I'm running a lot, probably running a lot of cover three in early downs, and I'm running a lot of Tampa two on third down is my goal. But cover three, you kind of get that safety low in the hole, so you have the extra defender within 10 yards of the line of scrimmage to give you the extra hat in the run game, force them to get into passing situations in which you're trusting your front to win one-on-ones. But again, that that's a major, major key for what the Dolphins are doing up front. Uh, defensively, here's, here's where I do like what the Dolphins are going to have a chance to do. The Jets are averaging 25.3 points per game allowed scoring. That is 25th in the NFL. It's bottom eight in scoring. As I look across the metrics, It's not necessarily a lot of yards that have been given up, but there are areas and matchups that I think are exploitable, especially if Quincy Williams, who did not play in week four, is as a linebacker, is unavailable. The safeties and the linebackers, as we talked about yesterday on Crossover Thursday, is an area of the field that I think the Dolphins can have a lot of success. Challenging. Challenge C.J. Mosley. Challenge Quincy Williams if he's available. LaMarcus Joyner is not a big safety. Quan Alexander is not a coverage player and linebacker. That's your area. If the Jets are going to play zone, and Robert Sala is primarily a zone system, if you're going to tell me that we can have Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell layering routes across the middle of the field with their speed against those safeties, so pre-snap motion, start them out wide, reduce them down inside, for snap, and the Dolphins are one of the five most frequent reduced and condensed sets in the NFL, and that means that the outside most players on either side of the line of scrimmage, they are closer to the ball. The Dolphins are amongst the top five tightest formations on average across the entire NFL. 
do that, but get to that with motion. So I want to start formations wide. And we've seen a lot of shift motion pre-snap combinations for the Dolphins thus far this season. I want the shift in motion to get everything in tight, but I want to start with wide alignments where you're hopefully getting your corners outside. And then when you motion, the corner will reduce inside, but he won't travel with the receiver. Think about the fourth and seven conversion uh, for the touchdown to Jalen Waddle against the Patriots. A little different because the Patriots played man coverage, but they developed and created the inside leverage for the Jalen Waddle to run that route with their motion to reduce him inside. That's the same kind of concept, but in zone, I just want to I want my early progression players to start outside on the formation and motion or shift and come down inside after you've initially set the formation. That is going to allow you to work the middle of the field. I don't know that you're going to see and I I wouldn't necessarily advocate for the same level and depth of rollouts and moving pockets. Uh, but I do want play action passing. I want to be able to full slide and have your tight ends and, and backs kind of seal the backside. If the, the offensive line slides to the left, Oh, tight end and split flow in the back out of a play fake, helping to make sure that the edge is secured to the outside. Uh, the jets from a personnel perspective, Carl Lawson, he's going to be quick to flow. Uh, I probably would, make sure we're pushing in that direction. In a perfect world, you get Quincy or Quinn and Williams and, and Carl Lawson on the same side of the line. So you could just slide your protections that way. And then understand, hey, if we slide this way, but it's away from the defensive strength and they bring an extra player, we're hot. So I'm going to have to have a throw that's baked in, aka what the Dolphins did not execute on the game losing interception against the Bengals, where slot comes, hey, you got to be ready for the ball because I'm going to replace the blitz with the ball and get the ball in your hands quickly. I think that's something the Dolphins would greatly benefit being ready for when they hit the tur or hit the field on Sunday against the Jets. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting information this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles. As always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, for the Dolphins, this game... I would strongly encourage Dolphins fans to remember this is not same old Jets versus same old Dolphins. Now, the fact that the Jets are two and two, I think you look at the context of how they have won both of their games. They beat the Cleveland Browns 31 to 30, and they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 24 to 20. Their two losses, Baltimore and Cincinnati, were two touchdown defeats. They lost by 15 both times. They turned the ball over two times, and they turned the ball over four times in those losses. Their two wins, they won the turnover battle against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh turned the ball over four times. Kenny Pickett threw three interceptions, one of those a Hail Mary at the end of the game. You get a little slack for that one. The Jets were advantageous against Cleveland. It took a miracle to win this football game. It took a miracle. The Jets scored the final 14 points in a minute and 54 seconds. 
Nick Chubb scored a 12-yard rushing touchdown with a minute and 55 seconds left to go up 30-17 to and miss the extra point. Jets proceeded to get a 66-yard touchdown from Joe Flacco to Corey Davis 33 seconds later, get the onside kick, and the Jets score a touchdown again with 22 seconds left to kick the extra point and win the game by a point. AKA the Bengal or the Browns gave them the game. Against the Jets or against the Steelers, the Jets were down 10 points in the fourth quarter. 10 points. Jets score with 731 to cut it to 2017. And Brees Hall scored with 16 seconds left from two yards out to give the Jets the lead. You know what Kenny Pickett did in field goal range with three minutes left in the game? Threw an interception that the Jets then took down the field and scored the game-winning touchdown when the Steelers were up three points, had the ball in scoring range. The number one thing you cannot do if you're the Miami Dolphins is give the ball to the New York Jets. Protect the football. Point blank, period. I trust the Dolphins' skill players. I trust the Dolphins' defensive front. Those are two big, advantageous matchups. Teddy Bridgewater, just put your money where your mouth is. We heard you speak this week to the media, and you said, I can't be Tua just like I couldn't be Drew Brees in 2019. I just got to be me. Teddy Bridgewater, historically, Teddy Bridgewater has been a caretaker of the football, and we need that version of Teddy on Sunday against Jets. Teddy Bridgewater, for his career, a 2.2% interception ratio. We'll take that all day long. So there you have it. Teddy, operate the offense. Don't be afraid to get the ball to your backs underneath. The Jets are going to play zone coverage, but you have Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds. You've got these athletic, dynamic players at your disposal. Use them if you have to. And then when they start cheating out there, then you can get Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell in full stride across the middle of the field, hitting a spot between two zone coverages because that hook curl defender is pushing and cheating out there when you run slant flat. And you can rip that slant right down the hash and go split the, the safety in the corner in the deep thirds and off to the races. That's the recipe for the Dolphins. Take care of the football. Don't give, a ch give them a chance to give them the game. Because I think there's enough talent advantages against an upstart and what will be a feisty New York Jets team. I think there's enough talent advantages in Miami's corner that you can get the job done. But you got to be ready to play. And here's hoping the Dolphins are. We'll talk to you after the game on Sunday. Fins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Appreciate everybody taking some time out of their day to check out the show. Make it a great rest of your weekend. And I'll talk to you on Sunday. Fins up.